Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Beck. And my name's Jono. And Zap was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And to start us off today, I just wanted to wish everyone a happy new year because here we are, a whole new year of Zap and a whole new year of the world. Yeah, that's it's good the, to be here. <laughs> that's all there is. There's the new year of Zap and the new year of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I also wanted to wish everyone a happy marzipan day. <laughs> is it happy marzipan, marzipan yeah. day? Yeah, marzipan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Because we were talking about this just before, how marzipan <laughs> is something like, I feel like I've heard of it before, but I don't think I've like eaten it like by itself. I'm sure I've yeah. had it in things probably, maybe. That's just an assumption. I don't know. <laughs> but it we didn't really fully know what it was. And so uh, we've done a little bit of Googling and I found, um, I, I just searched for marzipan and there's also, <laughs> there's a thing on Google where it says people also ask. It has other like searches and stuff. Um, and one of them was, what is marzipan called in America? And this is what's come up. It says, what is marzipan? Also called almond candy dough, uh, which is, I'm assuming, what they call it in the US. Uh, marzipan is an agreeable multi-purpose combo of the Ooh. first two. And I th- I just love that marzipan is described as agreeable. I can't yeah. think of any other food that I've heard described as agreeable. It's, it's you know, like- if you're going to get into a fight with a food, you know, you want it to be marzipan because yeah. it, it might fight with you, but at least it's going to be agreeable to some it's extent. Gonna be, it's going to be, I think you can reason with marzipan. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that's what, so I don't think we'd come to a fight with marzipan, right, um, okay. but licorice, I, I feel licorice might be less agreeable. That, that's, yes, that would be very heated. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but to kick off the show uh, and a new year zap, I found a story uh, from Japan, which is just my favorite place for weird and wonderful things. Yeah. Not so much weird in, in the, the, I, I guess the, what am I trying to say? <laughs> More guess, wonderful than... We- wonderful... No, weird in a wonderful way. Weird in a wonderful way because it's not so much weird as it's just culturally different a lot of the time in Japan. Oh, right. Um, and I love it. I love that yeah. about Japan. Like them having vending machines for oh, everything so cool. and anything. And um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, um, but it turns out they actually have vending machines for like alcohol and like cigarettes and stuff. Oh, because, interesting. Um, and like you don't need to present ID to a vending machine you, they just assume that people are going to do the right thing. It's like the honor system in Japan. And I love They're that so, so much. They're so much cooler than us. <laughs> yeah. <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> just straight oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in Japan, uh, there was a huge potato shortage over Christmas. So much so that the fast food mega chain McDonald's, they had to ration their chips, suspending sales of oh their medium gosh. and large size chips and only selling their small size. Now, I can't say I know the inner workings of McDonald's profit margins and whatnot, but I would imagine it'd probably be hurting them because suddenly the average cost of a meal goes down because instead of like paying an extra dollar or two for the large fries, it's it's a dollar or two less because they're getting the small size. And so every meal is like a dollar or two less uh, in in terms of their sales. So if they make a thousand sales a day, of course, it'd be a lot higher. Yeah, Um, true. That means that Mm. like $2 
it'd be it'd be two dollars less than if they made a, a an a thousand a thousand sales on any other day that didn't have a potato shortage. But yes, anyways, this yes. was bad news for McDonald's, um, but also bad news for chip lovers in Japan, where news coverage showed footage of customers lining up outside Macca's oh on the day prior to the fry rationing and. I would like to imagine uh, it being similar to people camping outside of big department stores on like Black Friday. Uh, that's what I. That's the image I have in True, my head. True. Yes. Um, but for but fries. people like because they must have announced it on their Twitter or social channels or whatever, and people are like, oh my goodness, they're going to be rationing fries. Now's the time to get to get your fry on before Christmas. <laughs> because yeah, because people people apparently there's fanatics for Macca's fries. Um, I just like the idea of people frantically trying to get their chips before the medium and large yeah. chip shut down. Now, for the for the company's bottom line and the Macca's chips fan, this this rationing was bad news and clearly put a lot of pressure on everyone involved to the point that McDonald's Japan contracted a freight company to fly three Boeing 747 planes no. full of potatoes out no. to Japan <laughs> oh to gosh. ease the crisis. And... I did a little bit of Jono magic here, um, and I've calculated. This is extremely roughly calculated. Okay. That the potato capacity <laughs> of three Boeing seven four sevens would come just under four million potatoes. Wow! Which is insane. It would. It's like um, Mc Air Force One or something yeah. shooting through the sky, <laughs> chock a block with spuds for the sole purpose. Oh my gosh. Of- of Macca's fries. Imagine and all the potatoes having to go through customs one by one. I know. Like That's go through crazy. the little scanner thingy. But also, <laughs> yeah, can we just point one. out, um, for those Zap fans who have been here since episode one, that sort of thing would have been illegal in uh, Western Australia. <laughs> it's actually funny you mention that because uh, I do have an update to Ooh. that exact story, which was the legislation in Western Australia. stories, yeah. <laughs> that it sort of prohibited the transportation of more than 50 kilograms of potatoes unless you had a permit yes. or, or something to that degree, <laughs> um, which is fantastically ridiculous. Amazing. But the update to that... Uh, is that the legislation, which was known as the Marketing of Potatoes Act of 1946, uh, that act has been repealed. Um, and I've got to give props to my dad for bringing this to my attention because this t- this flew totally uh, below our radar as yeah, it was repealed how did we in March 2021. So I suppose I probably better spend more time keeping up with potato-affiliated legislation. <laughs> um, that's, I guess, my takeaway wow. from this. But, um, but that... Uh, sorry, we're getting a bit off track here, but yeah. that ha- our first episode was at the end of 2020. Is that right? Yeah, that's crazy. So, so it was, maybe it was I feel our like podcast. We, yeah, <laughs> I think we made this change. And <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know. Oh no, oh no, Zap's creating a racket about this marketing yeah. potatoes act. Like, it's time the, we've to, been found out. We've They're been laughing found at us. Out. We're a it's laughing the, stock. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get this show on the road and, and clean up this marketing and potatoes act. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I can't imagine it's a quick process to repeal legislation. Yeah, no. Maybe, maybe with things like this because it was like 1946. And I, I'm really <laughs> curious as to the circumstances in which this arose. Like, uh, was a lot of potato theft happening? Or like, because I, I yeah, genuinely... Who knows? Maybe that. Maybe I'll have a have a little dig and see what I can we find should. on we'll the marketing of Potatoes Act of 1946, and then and then we can finally have closure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put this to rest. Um, it's been 53 episodes, and it's still in the back of our mind. How? <laughs> <laughs>
So I wanted to do a segment that I've actually been sitting on for a while and it is really perfect because we just heard a story about potatoes in particular in the form of French fries or chips. And I have, this is sort of a two pronged segment. So one is I have come up with, maybe not come up with, but I've discovered a way that you can win almost any argument. Of course, there are are exceptions to the rules. This doesn't seem like it's related to chips. <laughs> no. Well, the, the reason I discovered that was in relation to a discussion about chips. So I'll start with the, the argument one. And as I said, there are exceptions to the rules. So for example, if you were having an argument with someone about climate change, I mean, I obviously think that climate change is real. And so I yeah. think this, this sort of thing wouldn't really work for that. But if you're in an argument more about opinions, so for example, or like silly little opinions. So for example, my one was what's the best chip? And this, yeah. that kind of thing, you know, it's, it's very open for debate. There's lots of, everyone has their own different little opinion. But if you want to make sure yours is the one that ends up on top, I've, I've got a trick for you. So what you say is, <laughs> wait, now I've forgotten it. No, so you say, well, um, oh no, sorry, I need to stop. I've, I've, forgot, <laughs> I've literally forgotten what it was. Um, objectively, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> So we'll just cut that little bit like, let's cut that out there. Edited Jono, get on it. Yeah. <laughs> so what you say is objectively, and that's going to be your secret word. So coming back to the chips segment, I'm kind of flick between the two here. So I one day was eating Pringles and this thought came to me and I was like, look, objectively, I think Pringles are the best chip. And I know that's like, that's a big claim. Saying, it is saying a, big a, claim. a chip is the best chip. Obviously, I, people are going to disagree with you. I think there's merit to, to Pringles being the best chip. Um, I, I would say that's a reasonable argument. Yeah. And then if you said that, I would come up, I would come back and say, well, yes, I totally hear what you say. And I think we can all agree that objectively Pringles are the best chip. <laughs> and so, so what's happening here is, <laughs> I mean, you can probably exactly see what's happening here, but people say their opinion and you go, yeah, sure, sure. I totally hear you. But if we look at this objectively <laughs> and not only do you keep, you keep asserting your opinion on top, but the other person gets more and more frustrated and it's just, it's kind of funny. But see, I... <laughs> I think now to the Pringles being objectively the best chip. They're not my favorite chip personally. My favorite chip is uh, Red Rock Deli Lime and Cracked Pepper. I think that is my favorite chip. Tastes so good. Love it. Definitely my favorite flavored chip. But objectively, I think Pringles are the best chip. And I, I will begin to explain why. So, okay. A, they are just the perfect original flavor. I think they're they're nicely salted. There's yeah. there's nothing that's like surprising you that might throw anyone off. So like it's, it's no frills. It's exactly. agreeable. It's, it's, <laughs> there we go. It's it's an agreeable chip, which it's makes an agreeable it objectively chip. <laughs> the best chip. So there we go. The flavor it's it's good. It's nice. It's agreeable. The shape of the Pringles is very satisfying, and it's consistent 100% of the time unless it's broken but the full chip is consistent so you know with like uh, chips in 
even Smith's bags or Red Rock Deli, you sometimes get ones that are like bubbled. You get them that are yeah. like folded over. And yes, that's fun. Sometimes you can get, you know, the different chips. It's exciting. But with Pringles, you always know what you're going to get, which is why I think it comes back <laughs> to it being objectively. It's like it's like the the line at the top of the chips. It's it's objectively always going to be the best chip because you know yeah. what you're going to get in terms of it's flavor, consistent. shape. It's consistent. It's agreeable. It's consistent. It's agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> and the packet, I know, I know people don't like. You know, you shove your hand in I, there and it gets. Stuck. I am, I am very much against the packet. <laughs> I want to make that my position very clear on this. I am firmly against the packaging of Pringles <laughs> and, for their and, discrimination of people with big hands. <laughs> and John, I hear you, but if we look at this, no, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. But um, <laughs> but I actually thought, why are we shoving our hand in the Pringles can when we could tip it and pour it into a hand? That is also something I thought while I was having this internal discussion with myself. Yeah, I, I do hear that argument, but my <laughs> my counter to that argument, and I know what I'm going to be met with uh, upon stating my, my opinion here, yes, yes. Um, but regardless, I will state it. Um, when you tip chips into your hand, you wind up with all the, all the cracked ones. They fall around the sides and you just uh, get a handful of dust. Okay. Um, okay. And I can't say Pringles dust is the best chip. <laughs> that's that's something but, I don't agree on. <laughs> but objectively, no. <laughs> I, I, okay, I won't say that again because I know it gets annoying. But like, so because as we've said, Pringles are consistent. Most of them are the same size, so when you tip them, they should all slide out in that nice little and like just yeah. arrive in your fingers. But I I do get what you're saying about the dust. But but I just wanted to make that comment that I think objectively, objectively, yeah. <laughs> Pringles are the best chip. And take take what you will from that. <laughs> no further questions. Objectively, they're the best chip. Case closed. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here. And you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. Now, I think it would be a bit of a tragedy for us to do an episode about chips without mentioning who is arguably the king (laughs) of fast food chips, and I would like to say that's KFC. Now, this segment isn't specifically about chips, but I do understand that I've made a bold claim here, um, and so I'd like to explain my thoughts in what seems to be another rendition of Jono makes a bold (laughs) food claim and needs to back it up. Now, this claim does come with um, caveats because... When I make this claim, like it, it's all about how I'm judging chips. I'm not judging chips on what you're getting every time you, you go there. I'm judging the chips based on the best serving of chips I've had at each particular place. Right? Okay. Because, and that's why I think KFC comes out on top. Because one thing that I, I will say uh, is a bit of a fault with KFC, and it doesn't happen all the time, but every once in a while, you'll get some that are just, I don't know, they, they might be a bit too soggy or I knew you were going to say soggy. I literally, um, that's that's what I was hearing because I know what and, you mean. They're mostly yeah. 100% perfect. And then yeah, every now and then, then there's that one limp. Yeah, it's either limp <laughs> or it's under-seasoned. Yeah. Um, and, and the under-seasoned is the worst one. I can deal with soggy chips, but under-seasoned chips, that crosses the line. That's a crime. Like, I, I, I love KFC, um, but their chips can be inconsistent. Um, but at their best, when they're done right, every other time, 
it is my firm belief that they're the best chips in the game because I don't think you can beat chicken salt seasoning in my mind. Yeah. I think would you that's... say objectively? No, I would say, I would say, I would go as far to say objectively, KFC has the best chips in the game. Because, I agree. <laughs> I, and another controversial opinion, uh, I'm just going on a tangent. This I love it. But, I love it. <laughs> um, a Porto actually has quite good chips oh, as well. They really do. And you know what? I hardly ever eat there, but when I do. It's a great experience. Oh, it is a really, chips. really oh, good experience. It, there used to be an Aporto next to where I was studying. And so, like, on a break, I'd just go out <sighs> and get, like, a, a massive thing of Aporto chips. Oh, that would be so and good. it was, yeah, it was truly a blessing. Um, but back on track, <laughs> um, regardless of that bold claim, the reason I'm bringing up KFC is that in the US, they're bringing in uh, something new. They've done it before, but they're bringing it to stay this time. Okay. Uh, and so, a new option to pair with their potato. And it's it's meat-free chicken is what it is. The Ooh, chicken is okay. it's made by Beyond Meat, uh, who are the same people that supply so many fast food chains with plant-based beef alternative for their burgers. But now they're doing chicken, which I don't think I've seen a lot of. Uh, yeah. Of course, I'm not in the US, so I don't know if other places are doing Beyond Meat chicken. Um, but I like they have quite a reputation for their Beyond Beef because I think a few places in Australia use that. I've seen it around a little bit. I think Hungry Jack's has something. Oh, okay. I don't know if they use Beyond, but they definitely... Um, what do they call it? Or do they even do it in Australia? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but... I'm very interested to see... I'm kind of hoping it comes to Australia. Because yeah, I'd be really keen to try. Without getting too far down the rabbit hole of, of meat-free food... Meat-free meat? Is that a thing? <laughs> meat-free meat? Is that how you... Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'm, or I'm plant-based. Quite a fan plant-based of meat. Plant-based, meat. that's yeah. the right word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm quite a fan of the uh, environmental impact it has. Whereas, it, like, compared to yeah, traditional so meat, true. it is just, like, the emissions are so much lower. And so I think... If, and like like has been done with Beyond Meat, and I've tried the, the Beyond Meat burgers before, and I'm, I do say I like it. It's not, it's not meat, and I think it can be recognised that it's not meat, mm. um, but it's also, like, when I've had it in a burger, it's still a burger. Like, it's, it's not like it's become yeah. some weird other thing. <laughs> it's, it's not beef, but it's still a really good burger. And I, I don't know how to put it properly in words, but, yeah. It, so and, you're going to do it in song. No, okay. I'm yeah. going to do it. <laughs> It's not beef, but it still makes the burger taste good. That was good. I totally <laughs> understand you. what you mean now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to see if if they can do good um, meat-free chicken. And it's like, it's because I, I understand I like meat. I'm a, I'm a meat person. I'll be the first to admit. But I think <laughs> I think if there's something that tastes good, that like because if they put if KFC puts their secret herbs and spices all over it, yeah. like, I feel like most things would taste pretty good. Like you could you could convince me to eat um, that like smelly fruit durian. Is that the one? Yes, durian. Know. Yeah, durian. durian. The the smelly fruit um, with some KFC herbs and spices on. That would it. be I think good. Maybe maybe that. that they should just start. <laughs> maybe they should sell uh, uh, in stores like KFC herbs and spices, like a spice mix. They really surely should, but I don't think like surely they've thought of that. But then they've gone. Well, then what's stopping someone just putting that on on chicken and reselling That's the true. chicken? 
that's true. Then, yeah, it's not so secret if yeah. everyone's got access to and it. And then who knows? A town called Poultry Valley might just go ham for that sort of thing and start. Go ham. You know, well, murders popping up. Like, if this does uh, come to Australia, I think it'll be a great subject for a try at live or oh, potentially a second book. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm actually I'm looking at a picture of these uh, Beyond Fried Chicken Nuggets, and they look. They look like nuggets. They look like yeah, chicken they nuggets. Look fine. And I they really want to look... eat them. They and look like, delicious. at the same time, right? What you're getting in a in a McNugget or like or, or KFC <laughs> so nugget, I don't think that that it's that much chicken. Really, like yeah. I don't. Well, it's it is chicken. I'm not going to say they don't. I'm not going to say they put other things in their food. <laughs> um, that that would um yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Don't want a lawsuit. Um, but what I am saying is that it's not. It's probably not the highest quality of chicken you can get. I, that, I see what you're is, saying. Yes. Do you think that's yes. balanced and not not sort well, of? Well, didn't like Jamie Oliver bound? like show kids like oh, what yeah. goes into chicken nuggets? And I, I did. I haven't seen it, but I think it was like I've lots of gross it. stuff. And yeah. Then the funniest bit at the end, he was like, "Who still wants these?" And all the kids every, are like, "Me." <laughs> everyone wanted to have the chicken nuggets, so even though he put like I don't know, he put like livers oh. and and like all sorts of things in there, but. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon that's definitely uh, bound. If it comes to Australia, yeah, I'm super that, is, that is something we've got to uh, have a look at. We will. So it is time for quiz time. And it's been a little while since we've done a quiz because we've been finishing most of our episodes with the our Kramer novel. Is that that's right? True. Yes, Kramer yeah, novel. Yeah, the novel. I think we might have had some quizzes in there, but... You know, we're back and yeah. and here we are. And I had to come <laughs> up with a great name for this because I know, as I said, we hadn't done one in a while. And I've got to say, I don't want to hype it up, but I, I love this quiz name. It is very good. So without further ado, excited. it's called Heads, Shoulders, Hips and Toes. What kind of chips are those? <laughs> <laughs> Shoulders, hips, and toes. <laughs> yeah, because so that it rhymes. <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's so good. And it's a double rhyme: hips and hips and toes, and chips and nose. It's chips a double and nose. Wowie. Yeah. Gee whiz. <laughs> so that's probably the best part of this quiz. I won't lie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Beck spent four hours on the name yeah. and all of 15 minutes on the actual questions. <laughs> so, so what this quiz is, as you can probably guess from the title, I'm going to describe different types of chips and Jono will be trying to guess them based on the description that was in Google. So you know when you Google something and like a sentence oh, description yeah. often comes up? This is the sentence description for those particular kinds of chips. So C, I also okay. thought since chips has five letters in it, C-H-I-P-S, yes, good. Chips yep. has five letters in it, so you're going to have five seconds to answer each, each question. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's it's a pretty long amount of time. We've yeah, done one yeah. second before, so this yeah, should be a walk was, in the park. <laughs> yeah, this should be, I should be prepared for this, yeah. really. Yeah, and I think most of them, you know, we'll see how we go. It's, yeah. yes. So without further ado, number one. A type of cheese curl corn-based snack food product. Doritos? No. Twisties. Twisties. A type of cheese curl. 
Oh, cheese curl. Uh, sorry, that might have been my pronunciation, though. No, no, no. That's all right. Yeah, maybe the corn threw you off. The corn definitely <laughs> threw me off. I didn't know yeah. Twisties were corn. Yeah. I just go. went to the first cheese corn chip Dorito. That's fair. That was, that was first in my mind. That's okay. Number one, it was it was throwing you off. All right, question number two. An American brand of stackable potato-based crisps. Oh, Pringles. Yes. Pringles I was like, and you their have to small get this right. tubes. Damn you, Pringles <laughs> and your small tubes. Question number three. The first flavor. Oh, this one's a bit more of a history lesson. It didn't have a great oh, description. Yeah. So, okay. The first flavor was toasted corn. Other specialty flavors began to make their debut during the late 1980s. The concept of the chip originated in a restaurant at Disneyland. Is this Doritos? It is Doritos. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah. good. Toasted corn was the first flavor. Yeah, it was. It's not very creative. I know. I can't <laughs> remember what the second one was, but the third one was nacho cheese. Was the, uh, was the third flavor. Yeah. Surely and they just put salt on them. Maybe that was the second I think, one. Actually, maybe it was. Yeah. Please. I don't know. Or maybe did they put salt on the toasted corn ones? Yeah, I don't know. And they just didn't... They didn't... <laughs> they didn't make that the title of it. They just went for the corn. They must have. I think... Well, that would make sense. Toasted corn. They probably just toast the corn and then put toasted a bit of corn, salt on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty easy to make when you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, Let me just, just go make a multi-billion dollar chip company. No worries. Yeah, yeah. just make them square so they can't sue you. <laughs> yeah, true. Actually, okay, the second flavor was... This is very strange. So we went from toasted corn to taco. Taco oh, was the second flavor, yeah. And then nacho cheese. Taco. Well, I suppose that would probably be the the association when they were coming up with it, like in its early days, a, a corn-like chip of that sort would be associated with the shell of a Yeah, taco. true, true. But then what's the flavor? Yeah, okay, how do we put the... Yeah, we're going off course. We're in the middle of a quiz here, course. people. Sorry, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one, question number four. I don't even know how to say these words. Batonet or alumet cut deep fried potatoes originating from either Belgium or France. French fries? Yes. <laughs> I was I was going to accept French fries or hot chips, either or. Um, but yes. Well, I was <laughs> I sort of hedged my bets there because I was even thinking the the like um like not the hot chip French fries, but the ones that come in a packet. Oh that yes. Are called French fries. I did consider doing those to throw you off, but yes, you got the right. That would have thrown me off. <laughs> okay, question number five: ring-like corn-based cheese-flavored Australian snack food. Cheezels. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Oh, yeah. Goodness. The pause that there one, made yeah. me scared. <laughs> yeah. There's not many other ring like, although there is. I was yeah. going to do burger rings, but I didn't. Oh, but yeah. I wouldn't have thought of burger oh, rings. Damn it. I should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number six. A light and crispy snack. Perfect for the school lunchbox. Chicken, pizza or burger flavor. Oh, it's shapes. Bow, bow. No. No. It's a chip. It's JJ's. JJ's. Did you ever have oh, those? I don't think I ever oh, did. I never had them, but they used to sell them in our school. Actually, I did have them, but like my mom never packed them for me. I used to buy yeah. them at the school canteen if I sometimes had, you know, 50 cents or however much they were. Yeah, our school yeah. canteen was all about healthy stuff. Oh, so, yeah. As did I eventually mean, get to that. but it's It was good in a sense, but I feel like I did miss out on certain things. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> What can you do? What can you do? (laughs) 
That's all right. You you had to get one wrong. It was a bit too easy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> all right. And this is actually our final one. Question number seven. Plant-based snack vegan friendly. Wait. Plant-based snack f- vegan friendly, gluten-free. Just the right amount of subtle flavors to get your taste buds excited and happy. These are surely veggie chips. They are. Whoa. Veggie chips. They are really seen, good. I have Love not seen chips. veggie chips in so long. Really? I got some from Santa for Christmas. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Santa gave you veggie Santa chips? Santa gave me veggie chips. Santa Gee is he's good to me. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Santa. I didn't get any veggie chips. Maybe, <laughs> I've, been, maybe I've been naughty. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't get any veggie chips. But this, that's another chip debate. A lot of, um, you know, debate about what the best flavor is. My one is really weird because I prefer salt and vinegar, which I don't really like of other other chips. Like salt and vinegar isn't my favorite Smith's chip, but it's my oh. favorite veggie chip. Don't know why. I think salt and vinegar is probably my favorite Smith's chip. I'm, I'm a salt and vinegar sort of person. But then when you start to get in the in the territory of Red Rock Deli, that's when oh, that's, that's when it ball, changes ball game. <laughs> because I, I'm very much uh, I'm I would say it's kind of basic for for Red Rock Deli, but it's got to be honey soy chicken for me. Oh, There's just that is a great flavor. so much flavor. Yeah, I thought you were but about to say sea salt, and I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's that's like a step above the basicness of honey soy chicken <laughs> yeah. because like if someone brings some some Red Rock Deli to a party, you can almost guarantee it's going to be honey soy chicken. That's true. That's true. That's, that's why I like to bring is. lime and cracked pepper because it's a bit like, obviously it's my favorite. That's why I like to bring yeah. it. But like a bit different as well. But bit I feel different. like either honey soy or, or lime and black pepper, you're, that's a good choice. That that's a, a good time. Good, that's a good party. Good time. It's not a good party until one of those chips <laughs> arrives. <laughs> or Pringles because as we all know. No, it's <laughs> Objectively, Pringles are the best chip. <laughs> uh, but that does bring us uh, toward the end uh, of the the new the first episode of the new year is that is that what we're saying yeah that's what yes. that's what we say um, <laughs> yeah new year new, new zap exactly that, yeah <laughs> yeah new year new zap that's perfect um, but yeah so thank you very much uh, for listening uh, to to us talk um, and uh, make sure to check us out on our socials uh, at zap the podcast on Instagram Twitter uh, TikTok that's a good one that is um, a good one. and Facebook uh, we we post. Semi regularly to a lot of those. Instagram, I think, is probably our, our bread and butter. Yeah. Um, There's lots of ways so, to get involved on our Instagram as well, as oh, we know. So many. We decided so the many. ultimate festive film, which was The Grinch. Objectively. And yes, we are now saying that is objectively the ultimate festive <laughs> film. So yeah, there's we're always gonna have heaps of fun stuff on there and it is the best way to stay up to date with anything we're doing. Aside from listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, this is also... Listening to the podcast in of itself is quite a good way to stay updated. It is, yes. Um, and the <laughs> other thing you can check out is our merch store, zapthepodcast.store. Uh, you can see what we have available there. Um, hint, I, I hinted at the end of last year that there might be Ooh. something new coming soon. Um, and I've done some work on that. I think I want to do a little bit more work, but I'm sure it'll be coming soon. Uh, and by soon... I'd give it a month or two. <laughs> hey, that's soon in the scheme of things. <laughs> that's soon. Well, yeah, in this in the scheme of a century, that's very yeah. soon. Um, no, slow so down a bit. That is that is down. really Whoa. soon. <laughs> Whoa! Slow down the productivity there, hotshot. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much for listening to yet another episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.